Welcome back, everyone. It's episode 59, and this is Clash. Clash. The Sibling Rivalry Podcast. I wish you could... I was acting in my face. I was like, ah. Like, I was staring into the sun when I said that. Why? Um, I, I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> it just came out like that. That's the feeling I get when you... Like, when you imagine a lightning bolt, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You think of it hitting, like, a mountain peak. And it shakes you, right? it shakes you up a little bit. It cracks the earth. Yeah. God. Thunder. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 reason I guess I feel like that is because I watched um so I watched Godzilla again because I do that from time to time. Like the old just, old one? No, 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 okay. no, no. The King of the Monsters. Oh, oh okay, okay. Because <laughs> I need I need those graphics. I need those res that resolution the in monster my monsters. Fight. But then I was like, well, I haven't watched Kong Kong Skull Island since it that came was, out. That's a good. That's an underrated movie. It is like I, at first I was like. At first, I was just like, okay, I'm really bored, so I'll just watch it. Mm. But then I, like, was, like, into it again. And I was like, this... And then I was getting upset <laughs> because I'm like, they spend so much more time with King Kong mm-hmm. than you get with Godzilla in the Godzilla movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's, but, I feel like it's because he's got, like, his own island dedicated to him. You know what I mean? Like, it's his turf. Type of I thing. think it's like primatist. What's that? Like he's more human, so they think people want to see him more. <laughs> is that a real thing? I don't know, but it is now. <laughs> yeah. I just coined that term. I'll, I mean, that makes sense. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're like they're like Godzilla is just a cold, cold blooded lizard. I want the and so they don't spend time with them. I want the Godzilla story like the anime one where it's like the world is over and Godzilla it's his planet now and you, you <laughs> puny humans are, have to live in space like that, that was one. that was so wild it i was. can't even like go back into that because it was just <laughs> it's so much to comprehend it's a lot i mean it makes sense though i feel like that's what would happen if godzilla came to the planet but it was like that that first twist that they pull on you and i don't like i don't even know if i want to say it because i don't even want to recommend them because they're not that great yeah. but when you're watching it the things that it tries to do it's like they got cool ideas <laughs> <laughs> and all the sacrifices they make fighting that Godzilla, and then <laughs> to, only to realize the issue is much larger than they ever imagined. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but really. yeah, it's 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 that kind of depressing where you just have to laugh because if it really happened, you would probably you'd have no insane. choice. Yeah, yeah. You just have to deal with it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about that, but it just I just thought about it because I'm like, hopefully the king kong versus godzilla will come out next year yeah i'd like to see that next year and hopefully we can go to the theater when it does yeah you know come out but anyway back by then uh if you're worried about my uh state of mind currently this morning (laughs) you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com and you can also tweet at us at sr clash underscore pod I don't think I stayed up that late. I'm just feeling like I got I have that sleepy wooziness right now. I fell asleep so. on my couch last night. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Pokemon. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you just reverted to being nine years old again. Actually. I was playing in handheld <laughs> mode and everything. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, what else what, what did you get up to this week while you're at it? So I actually I, I won't start with that. I'll talk about that a little bit later because that'll be a lot shorter. Um, but the major thing I want to start with is I watched through all of Last of Us 2. 
um and you may think that's weird like why would you watch it well i finally decided to watch it because one i hate stealth games and this game is so 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 stealth focused that i was like i don't even feel like dealing with this um and i'm actually really glad i watched it because i didn't feel like i was missing out on anything because i was gonna hate the stealth anyway and kind of yeah and kind of by looking at it like i can i can appreciate it as if i were a stealth fan you know what i mean like i can mm-hmm. see how i can kind of i guess interpret how another player would would feel while playing it um so i feel like i got a, a good enough um idea about that to talk about it too um but i'm 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 going to i'm not going to spoil it um cuz there's a lot to spoil but i'll just say i think it was a really i think it was a great game i don't think it was an amazing game um i don't think at i think all of the rumors and the outrage and all the stuff people were saying about like Naughty Dog being washed and this being their worst game ever. There's no truth to any of that at all. Like they're, Naughty Dog's going to have many, 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 many more games <laughs> after this. Um, a lot of people loved it and I see why. I can kind of see why certain people would hate certain things that they did with the story, but I think they handled it overall in a way that was, you know, satisfying by the end. Does the story become too human? I would, it, so it is a very human-focused story. Like, the infected are kind of just there, you know, as a part of the world. Like, there's, no, there's pretty much no story focus on the infected at all. They're kind of just obstacles, gameplay obstacles, like, along your path. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I will say, though, I really like... Like, the infected are probably my favorite, uh, like, depiction of a zombie or an infected ever in this game like i love the clickers i love the sound that they make their um, weird liking faces yeah the way they move and like it, it, i just love the de- their design and like how they bring them to life and the, the game is very 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 like very atmospheric like um it makes you feel like even just from watching it it made me feel like the world was all the way coherent you know what i mean like to where it's believable there the hud isn't super intense so it's like you're kind of in it the whole time Mm-hmm. Um, the sound is really intense. Like the gunshots sound really like weighty and realistic. And like when you shoot a gun, like you f- like even just watching it, like uh, so you can only imagine when you're playing it. But just hearing the sound and seeing the recoil and stuff like that, it just looked like it was very weighty and and impactful, um, which is good. Um, gameplay wise, it seems like they improved, a, you know, a little bit over an incremental upgrade over the last one, uh, you could say. So it's like they added a few more mechanics to make it more, I guess, like uh, responsive and fluid. Um, so it's like you ha- you can go prone now um, and, and there's like contextual prone too. like if somebody shoots at you, you can like dive on your back. Um, it reminds me a lot of like Metal Gear, if you've ever seen that gameplay. I'm um, still in a dream, snake eater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, look, it looks like that. Um, but it, it's still the same with the first game where ammo's kind of, they make you feel like ammo scarce, so you can't just go guns blazing. But at the same time, they'll, if you're not wild with it, they'll give you pretty much everything you need. Like, you'll just find it naturally. That's um, good. So I think that's balanced really well. Uh, one negative thing I'll say about the game is it is, I think padded a lot like so it's like a what 20 to 30 hour game I think and it's like it's padded with these just super long stealth sections these super long like um 
exploration sections, which I mean, I, I won't say it's necessarily bad, but it's, I guess it just depends what you, like, how much you like that stuff. Uh, but for me, and this may be part of, for me watching it, like I kind of just wanted to get back to the uh, story and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. it, and it wasn't too like sidetracky, like there wasn't side quests or anything, but it was just like, you know, little areas you could go to to get extra items. There was this, this like safe cracking mechanic where you'd find safes and you could either crack the safe or find a password in the environment somewhere for it. Um, so okay. that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was it was satisfying. Um, I think it, it was left open enough to where there could be a three, but it, there also doesn't need to be a three if they didn't want there to be like it. it I feel like it would be fine either way. Um, I would like to see them do something like a control yeah um because they do uh you know we had like uncharted which was like kind of an indiana jones tomb raider type adventure Mm -hmm. and then we have this zombie horror uh zombie survival game i would like to see them do something futuristic yeah um and then too i'm glad that you bring this up because i'm like now i probably will watch it Mm -hmm. because i was very hesitant purchasing it at at all it's very engaging yeah, like in my mind, I was going to say, just in my mind, I don't think I wanted a sequel this soon. And I definitely yeah. don't think. Well, it, I mean, you got to think it has been seven years. I think. It has been, but I, at the same time. time, it doesn't feel like it's been that long at all. It doesn't. All. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It's weird. And then it's like these characters, I think I would have liked to see. I would have liked to see Ellie much older and without mm-hmm. a Joel, you know, mm-hmm. but that's just me but right, i'm like right. that kind of gives me more of the inclination that i'll probably end up watching it also right right yeah and like i said it was actually really engaging like i think the 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 way they executed the set pieces to tell and the cutscenes to tell the story was really well done and i think the voice acting and stuff was all really well, well done like all the relationships between the characters the way they talk to each other all felt like it could happen in real life like it felt like real people talking and not like you know how some games sometimes feel like it's like people don't actually talk like this you know what i mean mm-hmm. it does it didn't really feel that way to me like it felt everything felt cohesive with the world and the the state of the world and the people um who who's like characters you know like ellie and stuff like it they all felt like natural in the world i guess you could say yeah um and then the last thing i want to say um and like I said, not to spoil anything, but I think the reason I liked Ellie's character in this a lot is because she's Ellie Uchiha all the way. And that's all I'm going to say. If you, if, you, if, you, if you understand that, you understand it. If you don't, you don't. Oh, but she's, she's full on Sasuke in this, and I love it. Oh, and the game is, the game is brutal. Like the, the Wait, way if she's, a, if she's Sasuke, is there a Naruto and a Sakura? No, 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 no. She's, oh, okay. just, she's just Ellie Uchiha. That's all I can say. <laughs> She's Eliuchiha. Um, but yeah, this game is brutal. Like when people die, they get like they show everything. There's no like it, it like I don't even know. I can't even say too much, but people get like no messed up. Yeah, people get really messed up in this game. Um but yeah, overall I think it was I think it was a great watch. And and I could imagine if somebody actually loves stealth gameplay that this would probably be like their game of the year or something like that. Like I could see it getting that a lot. It's definitely probably gonna be in the conversation. And, um, of course it was like the best selling game of the year or something like that. Um, so yeah, that was the last of us too. 
Nice. Who do you who do you tend to watch for your let's plays? I was curious um, about that because I don't have just, a set person. It really depends because like I normally I've told you before I I was a fan of Super Best Friends and mm-hmm. I usually default to uh Wooly or Pat. Would they um, do every game? Usually every major. Yeah, game? like Pat will. Pat did Last of Us too when it like came out. I think he even got okay. the code prior to the release day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I might, but he's hard. It can be hard to watch, um, just because he can he can get really sour about the game sometimes. But the, yeah. I also like there's one guy that I watched um, for Death Stranding, which is uh, the Rad Brad. That's who I watch for this. Yeah, he say, yeah. tends to be very respectful of the game itself, yeah. whether the game is good or not. Like he's quiet during cutscenes and things like that. So. Yeah um i usually will you know and he he puts out videos fairly quickly like he'll Mm -hmm. put out a few in a day so Mm -hmm. you can watch it pretty quickly and he does like 30 minute parts without which i like too because they're not too long not too short it's like an episode of a show you know what i mean yeah i mean i prefer like hour-long parts but that's just me that's just me but it's like for me i i if i'm watching a game it probably is one of those story games so i like the i like when people don't necessarily you know talk not talking over the cutscenes and stuff like that yeah. and they're like they let the characters do their dialogue when you're walking and talking and and you know they find the right time to insert their their opinions right. and stuff like that which i think is cool um and he didn't at least do on like, the first watch of a game you, he, that's what you want probably exactly and it's like he didn't do too much side stuff either so he like i think he said he beat the game in like 23 hours where it's like it can go upwards to 30 35 40 you know if you're really like taking your time but you okay. know he kept the pace up which was I, I enjoyed that um but yeah that was last of us too and then um other than that i've been playing a little bit of animal crossing you know just gradually trying to make money um upgrade my house my island's getting there i got kk now saw the end credits this game so i can you know actually build, uh i can shape the land and stuff now that's terrible it's like i finished the game and now it begins no actually though <laughs> <laughs> now i can do everything else um but i'm still just playing it you know super casually super slowly um i got some black roses which was a goal of mine for a while because i want to have my island like in my house covered in black roses um that's so, yeah. very morbid Got some, <laughs> I got some Animal Crossing goals to to work towards. Um, and you're then, gonna plant them in the shape of a scythe too. I'm gonna try <laughs> something cool. <laughs> but my little island is coming together. You know what I'm saying? I got my Asian theme going on for my crib. My I got my my tatami mat floor. I got my my sensei sandals. You know what oh I'm my saying? God. They make the they make the like clicking noise when you when you walk so on the ground too, like. It's welcome awesome. to weeaboo island yeah it's awesome <laughs> it's great and i oh i did i tell you i have godzilla right next to my house too that's perfect <laughs> yeah and i'm there's a there's a giant robot too that you can build but it takes a lot and i'm trying to like have like a gundam yeah 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 exactly oh my more god like, no, more like no more like a um a, a power rangers bot than a gundam okay like a zord yeah more like a zord <laughs> a mega zord Got yeah. you. oh but no it's, it's no, dope. i can't it's I'm gonna good. have to get this game just so I can visit your island. Oh yeah, for sure. You'd you'd be impressed, I think. I gotta make <laughs> some roads though. Um, and then other than that, uh, a game I've been heavy on recently. I in, finally ended up getting the Pokemon Isle of Armor DLC. Um, it's actually a bundle. You can only get the pass. So I got both this and the upcoming DLC now too. It, I, it, they just come together. Um, but I mean, I basically just got it because I it. 
it has a lot of quality and life quality of life improvements in it for like team building um you know to play online or whatever and it it, it sucks that they paywall it behind you know a 30 dollar dlc pack um when it's like that's all you're really buying that's all i'm really buying it for um just to help me get back into you know competitive and you know they switched up the meta because they added a bunch of new pokemon or whatever so i was just trying to get back in for that um and it's like they put they put this like i've i i don't know any other word for it but just like pointless meaningless feeling little storyline in it that takes you like three four hours just to get to the stuff you actually want to do um i think you should have an option i feel like at this point to skip that stuff if you really want to like it's it's like (laughs) it's so simple and like lackluster it's not even funny like it felt like such a side thought like it's like basically you come to the island you know there's normal pokemon dialogue and you get to this dojo and the dude's like you have three trials and you're like okay well i guess that's gonna be the dlc and it is so it's like the first trial is like you have to catch you have to go find some some really fast slow bro um which is actually kind of funny they're like ninja slow bro so they're like super (laughs) swift and everybody's all surprised because they're slow bro (laughs) and they basically like steal these dojo uniforms so you have to go out into the basically explore the island to find them um boom you do that you come back then you have to go find some mushrooms on the island which is the same thing you go out and explore find these mushrooms you come back and then um you basically have to battle there's like a, a a island rival um specific to the dlc and you battle him um all the battles are super weak so like by this point in the game you you basically have to be at the end game to do it to play it Mm -hmm. so the thing is at the end of pokemon they give you like this pokemon called eternatus who's the basically the statistically the strongest pokemon ever like in the (laughs) like i'm talking about stat wise in all the games eternatus yeah he should be and basically so the problem with that though is from that point on you can just use him as the only pokemon literally in your party and one shot every single thing so basically all this dlc boiled down to for me to just get to these quality of life features for online was just me tap running places tapping a tapping a tapping a tapping a running places tapping a tapping a like to just one shot through every battle find these mushrooms and then um i will say though after you find the mush after you do the three trials you beat the dude um that's when you get Cubfu, which is like the the only new pokemon <laughs> basically in the dlc i really like Cubfu. i'm not gonna lie <laughs> his design is awesome and his yeah it was like he kind of awesome. has the best design he does and he like when you first meet him he like does all these like ninja flips and he's like punching the air like shadow boxing and stuff it's awesome so you basically like have to again after you get him run around explore the island again find these viewpoints so you can bond with him and then you got to climb this tower to basically bond with him yeah you have to become friendly with him oh Um, my gosh (laughs) and then so they put this huge padding at the end of it where you get him at level 10 you have to get him to level 70 to climb this tower um so i mean you can do it the slow way and battle pokemon and stuff where you can just feed them uh xp candies which i just fed them all my built up xp candies and just leveled them up ran through the tower again one shot everything um just so i can finally uh, get to the point where i can access these quality of life features to start training pokemon again 
Um, so that's what I've been doing for the last couple of days. You've been working. That's yeah, I've been, you've, you've been working. I've been working, team building, trying to get some teams <laughs> together, play online, climb that ladder. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I talk about it as if there is a lot of pointless stuff in there, but I am, you know, having fun with it. I like the grind and just the team building process. Um, and then other than that, uh, I played uh, some more WoW. Um, they have an expansion coming out later this year that I want to try out. So. I was just doing some, uh, like, I guess you could call it, like, cleanup questing to get, uh, there's, like, a couple quest lines you can do to unlock some extra playable races that I was trying to just knock those out before the DLC dropped, and um, I did that, so um, I made it to the end. I bought, like, a one-month subscription for $15, and so I made it before that ran out, so um, now I'm going to just chill on that until that expansion drops, and then I'll probably hop back into that. Um, and then the last thing is uh I started God of High School. Um and I just want to say I thoroughly enjoy it so far. It is just straight up a just tournament anime, like just tournament arc. It's just got these characters. And what's really cool about it is that all the characters use like a real life form of martial arts. So it's like the main Except for is is <laughs> who? I'm the soul sword is is that a thing? <laughs> No, that's not a thing. But I mean it's just sword, you know, I just consider it sword yeah, yeah, play. Yeah, yeah type of thing so yeah you have a, a girl that's like a swordsman the main dude is taekwondo um i don't know what the other main dude does but he his ability is basically like single punches that are really explosive and like really powerful so he'll just like end all of his fights in one hit um which is cool um and it's just it's just really well animated fight scenes is what it boils down to and it seems like they're gonna start doing this thing where they have a little bit of each character's backstory uh threaded throughout the episode um and their like motivation i guess for trying to become this god of high school in this in this fighting tournament um and the other cool twist is like so they have these the the reason they're they can be high schoolers that just like basically brutally beat each other is because they have these nanobots and like nano machines that they inject into them and as soon (laughs) as they take damage they're instantly healed so it's like you're heal- you're, all your injuries are healed instantly. So you, you feel free to go all out. And then they basically just beat the crap out of each other <laughs> without really taking like serious injuries. Um, I was like, the one thing I will say is like, I love that it was like 15 minutes maybe into the first episode and we were in the tournament. Yeah. And I was awesome. like, it took me a minute. I was like, wait, are we, we're in the tournament we're here already? already. Yep. What? <laughs> this dope. is great. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, and the main character is also very Goku reminiscent. Like he's like, he just wants oh to my fight God. people. He's every he's every main character ever. <laughs> yeah, every he literally just wants to fight main people. character. Yeah, um, with his weird star pupils, his star eyes that are just like eager. That's what they look like to me. He just <laughs> I looks guess super so. Eager. It's just permanently yeah. eager. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm I, I think I'm really gonna enjoy this show. As long as they just keep up the great, the great fights, the great animation, all that. Cause um, did I share that video with you? Uh, uh, where it was like, um, people. It was I think it was titled like "People Who Hyped Up um, Tower of God Too Much." Uh, possibly, I don't know. I can't I remember, remember if I did, but it was the. It was basically like this guy was saying that he, you know, he was like, "This would be the hypest show ever." Mm-hmm. Like Tower Guys would be so cool. And then, like, his friend's like, all right, man, all right. And so he leaves and comes back. And then he comes back with a gun. Oh, God. <laughs> and he was like, what was all that stuff about how this is going to be great? 
And then he like just keeps singing. He was like, what was that? What was that opening about? He's like, never let him go. Never let you go. And he just kept singing it. And while he's threatening him and he's just like, and then the guy's like sweating because he's about to, he was like, bam, I got a bam for you. Oh, no. And he points the gun at him. And then he, the other guy's like, he's like, hold on, man. Wait, wait, let me show you this. And he turns on God of High School. And he's like satisfied now. He's yeah, like, the oh, dude's looking at it. He's like, all right. He's like, what is this? This looks good. And then like <laughs> he backs slowly out of the door. He's like, never let you go. Never let you go. It's Yo. like, you got one, one, one chance, chance. left. <laughs> this better be the <laughs> and one. And I'm like, that's so much like it's like I didn't feel that harshly about Tower Murder of God, somebody but, like, over a bad I was, that was so how I felt when God of High School came out. I was just like, OK, this is going to be better than Tower of God. Oh, no. <laughs> but I, think, I mean, Tower, I think of God's it is, not, but I... Tower of God's not terrible, but yeah. I do understand like where I, I also sometimes felt like nothing's happening. Nothing mm. is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're showing us a lot of stuff, but nothing's happening. Nothing's moving the overall narrative forward yeah but um, i do think I god know. of high school is gonna be better just because i i'm inclined to like a lot of action yeah yeah like it's just it's just good like it Should gets down to the heart of what you want when you watch a shonen yeah exactly period exactly um but yeah that was my long week um i'm sorry <laughs> i had to rush through that a little bit but um or long two weeks i should say because we, we yeah because i would say that's not your fault at all because we've had a break yeah um but what you been into uh i didn't do a whole lot um obviously because we took a break last week because i was a bit busy Mm -hmm. but um i played some stuff and i watched scrapes a scraped watch for some stuff (laughs) scraped watch as i like to call it scraping the barrel Mm -hmm. um and so i one thing new that i watched i watched this show on netflix called cursed um because uh I am like in the American version of a weeaboo. And if you tell me something has magic in it, I will probably watch it. Um, Oh, you mean like the Western? um, Yeah. I get what you're saying. What did I say? You said the American version of a weeaboo. Well, yeah, I'm a Western version of a weeaboo. I got you. uh, Of what a weeaboo is to the Japanese. Japan, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so if if you tell me it has like magic and dragons, I'll probably watch it. Same. Um, I love dragons. But. So this was like I guess this is supposed to be the story. It, it's got the sort of Excalibur in it, uh, um, and the in the two Excaliburs on your list. <laughs> the very first uh, title card that they show is just like uh, before there was King Arthur, there was a girl who possessed powerful magic, and she held the sword and blah blah blah. And then the story just kind of goes from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Uh, this is one of those shows where. Uh, they've kind of got simultaneous plots running um, mm-hmm. in the beginning. So it's like you they show you the girl. Um, they kind of show you that, like, she w- kind of wants to escape the world that she's in, mm-hmm. as in, like, she's meant to be this... She's meant to uh, secede the magic person in the village mm-hmm. uh, that she lives in, which is her mother. And she doesn't want to because, for some reason, people think that she's cursed. Um, and you find out in a later episode why people think that she's cursed, but basically they call her a witch and stuff. And like, she's like, they don't, nobody likes me here anyway. Why am I going to help them? Right. Um, and then that story coincides with, um, Merlin, uh, which I'm assuming Merlin. is the Merlin of, oh. of folk tales. Okay. Um, King Arthur tales, um, also doing something we don't know yet <laughs> something strange is happening with him the and through us through a series of events the girl ends up with the magical sword which they do not 
call by any certain name, but we are pretty sure it's Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Um, she is in charge by her mother to take this sword to Merlin. Mm-hmm. And so adventures ensue. Um, I didn't get very far in this show. It has, uh, it's got a mature rating, but it also has like the very strong hints of like being like one of those um, like freeform ABC family shows. Interesting. Um, if that makes any sense. So there's a lot of like, teen banter sometimes where mm-hmm. i'm just like you want to check out because you're like this is not what i'm watching this. right right get to the magic exactly um and there's a lot of like inner interpersonal drama mm-hmm. um that i that feels weird sometimes but so far the pr- the production of it is really well done That's and good. oh what i was saying before is that these this is one of these shows where i whenever they show merlin i want the camera to stay with merlin and I'm like, he's not even what they advertise when you watch the trailer for, for the show. I think you only see him once in the trailer, but it's like his story is interesting enough that you want to just stay with him and not go back to the girl so much. <laughs> um, so it's suffering from a little bit of that. But otherwise, right. like it looks like a qual- like it's like Witcher level quality of production Ooh, okay. on like effects and things like that. That's good. What's that? So, you said that's Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's okay. just called Cursed. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then I also, because I've put myself on a hiatus for God of High School because I would like to binge it because mm. um, I can't do the week to week. It's going to kill me. Um, <laughs> I ended up watching Fire Force. Hey. Um, and I really wish I didn't say that. I wasn't saying this, but I'm getting that feeling again that I got during the first season where I'm just like, Okay, like I'm just kind of like sighing at it a little bit because I'm like, where are we going? Where are we going? And it's a lot of like random bits of action, but it's not cohesive enough to like keep you completely drawn into it. Yeah, like you see things that look like a fight will burst out and you'll be like, oh, this is okay, And then it stops like two seconds later and you're like, all right, well, Mm. what's happening now? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I see the building of a plot. Um. Because they're bridging, they're you can tell who the antagonists are going to be. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they've they've already. Well, they alluded to it last season, but they've said I think or they showed in this season in either episode one or two that it's going to keep going along that same thread. Yeah, like and it's like they're yeah they're building on the whole like Adola because I laughed when I thought of you because I was like you hate the term hate Adola, the term Adola. <laughs> and they say it so they much it so in the much. in the the episodes that I've watched oh recently. <laughs> That's the one thing I hate about the show is they say Adola every five seconds. Because the newest the newest uh, like character that Shinra met has an obsession with it. Like he the one has that's like burn ups- me. <laughs> yes, exactly. So he is like saying it every other five seconds, and I'm just laughing mm-hmm. because I'm like Ty is gonna hate this. Yeah. Um, oh but God. yeah, I see that they're building a plot, so I'm hopeful for that. I will mm-hmm. probably continue to watch it, whether it impresses me or not. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm like I'm getting that same feeling of I'm like I just want you to stick to to a thing, just stick to it for like an episode, yeah. and don't jump around so much. Oh my god so i saw an out of context spoiler just like picture on twitter and i'm gonna just say it because it's super out of context but it was basically like one of the white clad dudes and he it, he just had like it this, the picture was literally just him with his hand on somebody's chest and just like a huge bloody hole blown through their chest oh yeah they totally showed that did they it's, show um, it's in the second episode of the season how did i wait or a no third way. it might be the okay. third yeah, episode. yeah it is the third because i'm on because the they, they yeah they showed that happening you're just <laughs> you're like jesus like, whoa yeah because first season didn't have anything like that 
So it's but like, see, it's like something like that'll life. happen, and then they spend the next three minutes uh, with Shinra and that guy screaming at this other girl. Mm-hmm. But it's like that that kind of stuff will happen, but then it just you get drawn out of it really fast because you're like he's not gonna actually fight; he's did, just gonna keep talking. Did you like the Arthur and Shinra fight though? I really like that fight. I was it was okay. That made Arthur seem it was a lot okay. cooler. Yeah, but it's just like I knew where this was going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like clearly Shinra is in there, even though he's there's some type of possession happening. But yeah, yeah. I thought it was very interesting that the demon kind of took over. Yeah. Um, for a minute, Ash felt like that's the first time we've ever seen Arthur on Shinra's level, like fight wise. Like I feel like before now, or at least I, I like didn't know he was that strong. Oh, well, I was like, I always felt like they were fairly equal. Really? Yeah. I guess to me, even it's just, if, oh, sorry, good. No, I was just like, uh, to me, a, a plasma sword is a lot stronger than fire blast feet right and that's if you ask me that's kind of what i thought but i always think like the limitation of his body or whatever because like yeah he's holding a plasma sword but it's like he can't before i wouldn't think he could move as fast and stuff like that with his Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have any other powers other than the plasma sword you know what i mean but it's like think about how much concentration because think about what shinra had to do to concentrate his dolaburst and to get that speed yeah Yeah. so think about how much concentration that arthur has to put in to make that fire into plasma yeah Yeah. that makes sense concentrated that much that's a really good way to put it um yeah I like that portrayal of him when he was younger, also. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yo, why his pants just dip off? <laughs> I know, but it's like weren't they were off doing like something like Goodwill wise, right? Not I, all they I, weren't like go, just going off to leave him. I saw they left him a note. He retold the story of them leaving the note, and the dude was like, "Dang, bro, I think your parents just just abandoned you there." <laughs> like. I don't know. It was like the interaction didn't seem like they would have abandoned him. I thought they were going off for like research or something like yeah. that. I think that's and what he thought, but they actually just like, the house is yours now. We're off to go live our lives. Because <laughs> like they left them the whole house. Oh, jeez. I was like, I just thought that was like messed I, I up and funny. Just like a, I thought it was just like a family thing where like he, you know, that was the... A, a joke on his name you know what i mean yeah yeah his name was arthur so yeah, yeah. but oh, no. anyway. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sorry. but yeah so that'll that'll be going um, i didn't if there was a new episode of re-zero i didn't watch it uh yet. oh i forgot but, yeah yeah i, I didn't um, know when it was starting to be honest the other thing i did so i, I mentioned already that i watched godzilla and king kong but mm. uh one thing that i did after that was i watched a video uh that gave some some inclinations as to what the plot of the next movie would be and Mm. i found it interesting because i said this is such a like nerd way to approach like kind of advertising this movie which is just like there will be five solid minutes of godzilla fighting king kong in this movie yeah yeah (laughs) and i'm like okay that's a good selling point for me and they were like you don't have to worry about watching people skitter around on the ground they were like it will be solely focused on the monsters they know what we want to see so i thought that was pretty hilarious they know what we want to um, see and then the last thing that was sucking out um or second to last thing that's sucking out on my time is uh i was back to playing summoner's war on my phone mm-hmm. um because my friend started playing it again and then i was like i'm not joining you and then i kept watching it i'm like i'm joining now you. i have to 
Now I'm leveling up monsters. Um, was it deleted all, all the way off your phone, or did you always have it in the stash? I had the app. Yeah. It was never completely deleted yeah, because be like I that. put so much work and time into it yeah. that I was like, I can't just delete it. <laughs> but so I never opened it. Like right. I had to do a full download every time when I opened it again. Got you. Of updates. Like updates. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so I was like now that's just my life for eternity is leveling up <laughs> stupid monsters i've been there um, 120 i have to make <laughs> so every time you level up a monster in this game mm-hmm. uh which is they go by star grades and the mm-hmm. highest is six stars uh every time you level up a monster you have to get it to max level so if i have a three-star monster it has to be level 25 mm-hmm. xp wise and then i have to get three more three-star monsters and feed them to him to make him a four star. Oh gosh! So the the rules apply gotcha, going girl. up. So four stars take four other four star monsters to mm-hmm. eat five and etc. So oh my god! I have literally been working on making this six star monster for like two weeks. And is it like the gotcha RNG thing where like you open a pack or whatever? Oh uh, no, it doesn't. The thing that I guess is the gotcha RNG is the opening of scrolls to get more monsters. Right, right. So yeah, like right now the return there's an event for like return u- users, and mm. it's pretty bountiful. The mm. amount of stuff like I would say like so 100 like pink crystals are kind of like your upper level premium money in this mm. game, and they give you. Um, I'm up to like a. a Oh, I'm sorry. If you go to the shop, it's like a $4.99 for 120 crystals. Okay. Okay. And just to give you like some relative uh calculation, like one three-star monster will cost you 75 mm-hmm. pink jewels. So you get 120 of those for five dollars, real world dollars. Mm-hmm. But during do, doing this return event, finishing quests and things like that, I've been able to accumulate like probably like 900 of those pink crystals. Oh, wow. So it's like it's kind of been beneficial to come back and log in and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's so much work. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like it's there's a lot too, of probably. Yeah. There's a lot <laughs> of like internal like uh internal currency recycling so it's like you need energy to be able to fight you can get energy from your crystals Mm -hmm. you can get energy from like making friends with people Mm -hmm. um it's just too much so (laughs) that is taking like a lot of my time as far as like playing any other game because it's like you're just constantly leveling and it's one of those games where you're auto fighting Mm -hmm. so it's like i have teams that are helping me level up monsters but it's literally me just pressing a play button every 30 seconds you ever and it's just running you ever like when you're playing one of these mobile games like found yourself thinking about the fact that you're like on the couch playing a mobile game (laughs) (laughs) no i find myself thinking about i'm waking up to play this mobile game yeah because it's like your phone's right there you know what i'm saying you might as well just because like i had to like my friend was laughing at me yesterday because he he facetimed me and then Mm. i'm like i turn on my ipad because i'm like i need like i have a 12 hour xp booster that's running oh you play on the ipad no i play on my iphone okay but uh, I was getting a FaceTime call and I'm like, I have this 12 hour XP booster running. It doubles my XP for 12 hours. And I'm like, I got a lot of level monsters to level. Yeah, like, so I'm like opening the app, like trying to do it covertly. Like, yeah, I'm in this conversation, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. also opening this app. And then all of a sudden the music just was like, boom, boom, boom. Cause I haven't set any of the settings on the iPad. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> my God. friend's like, what is that sound? And I'm like, uh, I'm turning on this game Don't worry about and so it. eventually i was like i gotta get off this call i was like my xp booster runs out in two hours yeah, <laughs> and like, i was like you don't know how hard i had to work for i gotta optimize 
Yeah, so it was bad. Um, so watch a lot of shows uh, while leveling monsters. So right, almost, literally, almost finished Avatar again. Um, Wait, got to which see my Avatar lab. Uh, uh, last Airbender. Oh, okay. Yeah, not having quite gotten a core yet. Okay. And no, I don't. When I say the other Avatar, I will refer to it as James Cameron's Avatar. Okay. Because <laughs> cool. um, <laughs> that's what make it that is. Distinction, yeah. Yeah, but so I got to see my favorite Puppet Master episode again, uh, which is the one uh, with the blood bending. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was so funny because sure. we were on. So it's episode eight, I believe, of season three. Mm-hmm. And so we were on episode seven and I'm just kind of like paying attention. And then I go, oh, my God. And I turn to my friend, Steph, and I'm like, did I was like, did bloodbending happen? Because mm-hmm. I'd missed a lot of the book, two when he was watching it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, did bloodbending happen yet? And he's like, what? Yeah, I forget when it happened. And he's like, so I'm like looking it up on my phone. And then I'm like, holy crap, it's the next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he's like, did you spoil something? I'm like, nope, I didn't say anything. And yeah. so but yeah, I'm like, I remember that being like such a like deep episode the first time that i saw it because i was like this is so messed up like Mm -hmm. compared to all the other types of bending and all the things that we had seen yeah it's like no one had actually thought about like manipulating someone else's body right right um in that way but really cool i just find it and and i also love that episode because it's like at the end the the witch is just like they're like we caught you it's over like you know you can't hurt anyone anymore and she's like well i already won anyway because i made you blood bend cora yeah. like, i was just like i love it and it's like why my thing my whole thing was like why is she so against it like if you don't just blood bend yeah blood bend i was like guys, dude and so like when we finished that yeah i turned to my friend we finished i said okay now that you've seen that how freaking stupid is it do you think that is that she refuses to use it's that power so dumb like what what is the it's moral like high ground here we could have, I was like, how many fights of, with Azula could she have ended if she just used that power? Bloodbender, yeah. Well, the thing, I think the thing with Katara is it also has to be a full moon or something like that. I, I think that's the Yeah, lore. yeah, yeah, it does, it does. Yeah, okay. But I'm just like, they, you know, all their fight, a lot of their She's fights okay are, with the bloodbending. are centered around celestial bending, right. so. Yeah. Hey, I, full moon happens like every two, what, two weeks a month? I never understand the the like weird protagonist moral high ground in shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're my That's enemy, the one and thing I'm we don't understand about Batman. I'm out here. You said don't understand Batman will break your legs. No, no, no. But I'm saying, but he won't kill anybody. Oh, he that's won't fine. Just solve the problem. Sometimes killing just solves the problem. That's true. But then he would. I mean, I guess he is already a criminal, but. In the event that he's caught, you don't want to get charged for murder. You know what I'm saying? You just break their legs. No, you just get you just get charged for like maiming, <laughs> yeah, almost manslaughter, yeah. attempted murder. I still I still just think of that scene in Batman, um, in Dar- uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises, or it's one of those where he just tosses a, a like random criminal off a balcony, like off a fire escape, and he breaks his legs on the ground. <laughs> like you hear the crying, he's like. <laughs> He just tossed him off the bars. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, Batman, what would we do without uh, you? Or you know, the people he hit on his car in the newest movie. Yeah, like, that's beyond. No, those point. people are actually they're dead. perfectly alive. They're dead. They're, their cars <laughs> exploded. <laughs> some of them. <laughs> nope, they're perfectly. Their brain's not dead, so it <laughs> yeah. doesn't count, right? It, he killed them indirectly, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it was manslaughter, not murder. <laughs> 
but uh, I'm sorry. I'm completely off topic. But the last thing I want to say is I played a game, another board game called Splendor, mm-hmm. um, which is very similar to the game that I played. Um, what was that? Uh, Duel Seven Wonders. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so but it's very much simpler. A sim- What's the word? I'm simpler. It's much simpler. And it only takes like so you have coins. Uh, mm. which each denote like some type of gem, which mm. is like uh, a sapphire, a ruby, an emerald, mm. um, a black, and a diamond. The black, uh, my friend calls it turds. I like <laughs> to think that they're onyx. I don't know yeah. what they are. But anyway, so you have these coins and like you have uh, these sets of cards. You have three decks of cards um, and the cards you spread out and it's kind of like a three by four grid. So you can see 12 cards at a time. Mm-hmm. And some of the cards just have a gem on them, which they call them developments. So mm-hmm. it's like if you purchase it, like you would purchase a material. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of them have a gem and a number. And that number is like they call it a prestige number. And that's the number uh, that you're going to win the game. If you get 15, uh, if those numbers add up to 15, you win the game. Interesting. Um, so it's very simple in that each turn you have three choices you can take. Uh, three colors from each of the gems. Mm-hmm. You can take uh two colors of the, uh two of the same color mm-hmm. of the gems, or you can <clears throat> um purchase a card, but you can't like you can't you turn it face down as to say like I'm taking a gold coin and purchasing this, but I can't actually afford it yet. Right. So that's kind of a way that you can use to keep get the cards that your opponent wants or you think your opponent wants. So there's like some mind games in there. Yeah. And then the goal of it, obviously I said, is to get to 15. And then you also kind of have this side goal of like they have these noble cards, which has like a person's face on it. And then it'll have a value of, of like three black and three red. And if you get three black developments and three red developments, you that noble card is automatically yours. Gotcha. And it, they're all worth like three points. How um How easy was this one for you to first learn the rules? So I usually get beat at these games i beat steph four times playing this game in a row and then he finally beat me the last time Mm -hmm. but it was very close the last time so is it is it definitely more strategy than um like i don't like with a typical board game where it's just like how many spaces can you roll type of thing yeah it's it's more strategy than that but it's less than the game that i talked about previously in that you don't have so many factors to worry about at once you don't have to worry about military versus science versus the seven wonders versus right. that you literally are just like, do I have 15 prestige points? Gotcha. Okay. And so it's like, goal. and then, yeah. And then they have like cards. So the cards cost the coin. So a card mm. might have one diamond and two blacks on it. So you need, and it might be a Ruby card, but mm. once you buy that card, you own it. So mm. every other card that has a Ruby for purchase, you have one Ruby that's always in your bank. Mm. So over time, you build up. So like I would always go for it. Like I would get a ton of ruby and a a ton of black. And that would allow me to make, I would basically be grabbing cards at free, for Mm -hmm. free at some points, because I already had all of the developments for those cards. Gotcha. But I was like, it's kind of, I was thinking about it while playing it, because I'm like, sometimes we play board games at Christmas. And I was just like, I think our family could actually grasp this game. Oh, yeah. Because it's it's not just for two players. I think it was like up to four player uh, game. And I said, I could imagine the scramble for resources yeah. when you have four people playing at once. Oh, when, yeah. Because it's, 
it gets kind of crazy for two because I can see like he'll lit- you're supposed to show your cards to the opponent. So it's mm-hmm. like he'll literally drive himself crazy trying to figure out what I'm doing. And it's yeah. like most of the time I'm just looking at the cards and go, OK, which resource is on Can almost all of these cards? Black. OK, I'm going to go for a lot of black because uh, I'm clearly going to need it to purchase these cards. I see yeah. that type of thing. That makes sense. That sounds pretty so. cool. And it's random. You shuffle every time. The only thing I hate about it is that the rules of the game is the youngest person always goes first. So he always got to go first. <laughs> I mean, and it I'm seems just, like they it seems like with a good reason. <laughs> well, just like at the same time. Yeah, I was like, you've lost every time because yeah. you probably because you went first. The young person brain. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I was like, it's a dumb rule. It's like you're six years younger than me, but or six months younger than me. But I was like. I was like, my dog is younger. We should play by those rules. <laughs> Whose dog is younger? Yeah, my dog is younger than your dog. <laughs> I'm weak. That's funny. Yeah, that sounds But yeah, cool. that was my week, so. Word, word. Let's get into some. We're like an hour in. Let's get into some. I know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I rambled. 50 minutes. Nah, it's all good. Um, we got some actually decent news on here this time. So first up, uh, Sony files a patent for PS1 and through PS3 backwards compatibility through the cloud. Um, so this is actually interesting. I'm going to read a little bit of the description of this. So um, it says these games can be run on a virtual machine that mimics the operating system associated with each game console. Um, the accompanying. Oh, wait, sorry. Skip that part. Uh, wait. Oh, sorry. No, I skipped a part. A large number of game titles across PS1, PS2, PS3, and various generations of game consoles can be stored and used via the cloud game gaming library. And that's when it says these games can be run on virtual mach- machines that mimic the original operating system. Um, so it seems like they're tackling backwards, compili- backwards compatibility in a streaming sort of fashion. Um, which much like a geforce much like a geforce yeah so i mean that probably is the only solution to get those ps3 games to run i mean it's probably not the only one but it's probably the cheapest one and you know since they already have the gaikai for playstation now or whatever i'm sure it'll probably be tied (laughs) into playstation now in some way um i think they should probably and i think they probably will like xbox has an option for xbox live that's like five more dollars um a month all right here we go consoles with the streaming console generations need to be uh modified into lego style building blocks mm-hmm. and so i will buy my ps5 and then i will buy a ps4 that then stacks on top Ew. of my ps5 with its own separate disc drive That's and nasty. then i'll buy a ps3 block and i'll snap that on top of no, my ps4 <laughs> have you seen no you don't want that because have you seen the size <laughs> of the ps5 or or yeah, yeah no, you were the one who told me about it. Yeah, because it's, it's apparently so the much bigger. biggest console ever. Yeah, it would like why? <laughs> <laughs> that thing you I'm would think it had at, a PS3 inside of it. I'm looking at this image on the article uh, that you linked, and I'm just like, what if they just made them like Lego just blocks? Literally and stack, just on stack on each other. <laughs> oh my god! Here's your here's your here's your retro ability right here. <laughs> they just bundle every new console with the with the old one. <laughs> that would be so like tedious um but nah i mean i it, it depends how they do this right if if it's really good streaming and or if it's really good streaming and you can even download some of the games and there's no like latency and stuff like that because how does the, how does that work for ps now is that how that works if you stream them yeah That's so are you playing do you are you playing through a virtual machine when you stream those yes but definitely ps3 okay. games you are Okay, because um, I'm like, why do you have to download data? But 
Uh, do you have to download data? You do, yeah. Okay. Well, some of them. Some of them you download, and I'm assuming it's PS4 the smaller games, ones. Probably. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and then the, but some of them are, like, stream only. So PS4 games you can outright download on PS Now, um, which is good. And I think with this, it would make sense to be able to download PS2 and PS1 games, because you can already play a lot of those. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know how that works technically, but um, PS3 games are the main ones that I would think would be un un um downloadable just because they they have the weird architecture or whatever yeah oh, okay <clears throat> the like the cell processor and all that stuff um that was the big controversy with ps3 but i don't i don't i don't know i'm i'm optimistic um i hope it's not completely locked behind a paywall like i hope it they bundle some of this or like give away you know maybe free games um, in addition to the regular PS Plus subscription, um, I'm not trying to have to pay extra just to play backwards compatible games. Where yeah, it Xbox, would be nice. You can just play, plug the disc the, in, put the disc in. Exactly. I was like, it would be <clears> nice <throat> if it was like Xbox, where you could just put the disc in and it counts as you owning the game. Then it links to the cloud, and then you stream it from there, and it just uses yeah. the disc like a key or whatever, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be fair. Um, I have a feeling they'll probably bundle it in with PlayStation Plus. Um, I don't think they would lock something like this behind PS Now because PS Now can, you know, add a that adds another ten dollars a month to your subscription. Right. Um, and I'm pretty sure Xbox is doing a thing where they're bundling. Was it? No, that's Game Pass. Is Game yeah Game Pass is kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, Game Pass is basically the same thing. Their service, yeah. So where they're bundling that with Xbox Live. So, um, I don't know. It, it, we'll see. So this is this has been a weird like. I feel like series of next gen announcements and leaks and stuff because it's like <laughs> oh the the ps5 <clears throat> has the best processor ever or not the processor has the best uh ssd ever but it's weaker than the xbox one in every other way and then it's like oh all these developers love the ps5 but the ps5's test kits are overheating and then it's like oh the ps5 is now the biggest console ever because the test kits were overheating but it's it's like like, do you think it's just because the coverage is too heavy so you're picking up more details that you wouldn't have gotten on past uh go-rounds yeah i mean probably because like they wouldn't have been stocking the previous generation this hard this hard that's probably true there probably is a lot to that um and i do think that it 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 makes sense to get both good and bad news but it just i don't know it makes it hard you know i'm saying to really be like super all the way excited for either console to me at least because it's like where it has this great feature it also seems to have this other great shortcoming that could be and it's like it almost can go either way it can almost be a really big success and everybody really love it and it runs games amazing and all that or it could be like i don't know bottlenecked by some weird feature or something that or it could be like overheating at launch or you know just anything like i just feel like it can go either way at this point so i don't know but I'll be hype if they get this backwards compatibility stuff figured out. Um, and then next up, uh, this is a quick one. So Sony could acquire a $250 million minority stake in Epic Games. I just put this on here because I, I feel like that's a huge move with how big Epic is and, and that Fortnite money and stuff. And if Sony starts getting all these Fortnite exclusives and stuff, they're just going to be, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be a huge advantage um, mm-hmm. in the in the console war or whatever um so i mean good for them um i guess i'm glad it's sony than anybody else um so i don't i get happens. upset for anyone that fortnite is that much of a staple in their life 
it, that it's crazy. they'll buy a PlayStation because it gives them exclusive exclusive Fortnite, Fortnite items. Some I I promise you somebody's gonna do it too. Like, do you think wild. that'll die down when Cyberpunk comes out? <laughs> Fortnite? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it dies down whenever a new game comes out. Like, you know, just a little bit, and then a couple weeks later, it's back at the top of Twitch. Or back near the top of Twitch, I should say. It's kind of plateaued from when it was first. Like, there's all these other battle royales now. There's Warzone. There's And, and I saw, like, uh, that Ubisoft thing, uh, Hyperscape. Hyperscape, yeah, that looks, looks pretty cool. Looks a lot cool. like... Uh fortnite to me yeah it's just, there's so many battle royales now that it's kind of pulled away from fortnite a little bit but it's like the core fortnite audience is still there like ninja still plays it every day you know all that stuff um so i don't i don't really think it's going anywhere i think it's probably solidified uh it's just gonna be interesting to see how they actually i guess keep it fresh over the years um but yeah so that's that's a big move for sony um, and then in related news, um, I also put this on here because it was a, a bit, I like streaming news and like content creation news. Um, but Ninja is now streaming on YouTube gaming. He did not go along with the Facebook mixer partnership. Um, I really don't like Facebook as a company. Like I don't like their practices. I don't like, I don't like their website. I don't like their social media platform. Like I, so I was I, like, this is not a shock to me at all. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of other people who were partnered with mixer are gonna probably opt to do either go back to switch or go to youtube or something like that um so yeah it's actually surprising he went to youtube and not twitch um i actually don't know why i mean i don't know if he had a bad relationship with twitch or youtube offered him a lot of money or what probably offered him a lot of money yeah that google money (laughs) (laughs) i can only imagine um but yeah so that's that's big a big change in the streaming ecosystem and then um, here's this article. I'm actually, I don't know. Should I go through all of these? Should I uh, skip as far around? as. Just like. I mean, I'd like to hear the next one. You want to hear this I'm one? I'm curious. Yeah. All right. So uh, basically uh, some, some uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some unreleased uh, details about Left 4 Dead 3 and Half-Life uh, 3 came out. Let me find where I have this open. Um, it was basically a, I don't know if it was a documentary, but it was the making of Half-Life Alex, and mm-hmm. some of these details came out in that. And so I'm just going to read through basically Left 4 Dead 3 and, and Half-Life 3. So uh, Half-Life 3 created in Source 2 engine and drawing some gameplay inspiration from Left 4 Dead. The project known as Half-Life 3 would have used procedural generation between handcrafted story moments to create a more replayable game. Um, so that's kind of interesting. So it's like the levels in between the main cutscene, kind of like Diablo, like the levels in between the main cutscene levels were, would be like different every time you would play it. Mm-hmm. And then there would be like in my head, like certain points where these levels are just like fixed and always happen. And they like usually involve a cutscene and stuff like that. Um, so interesting. that's interesting. Um, and then let's see what else they say here. Blah, blah, blah. Um, for instance, the game would generate a building and an object, yeah, then create a route to fill it. Okay, that's just technical stuff. Um, the team went as far as scan. Who's, do you know who Frank Sheldon is? No, I do not. Oh, oh wait, no, that's the dude who played G-Man. Never mind. Okay. Um, however, okay, Source 2 was unfinished, so Half-Life 2 was on Source 1, so I guess this was going to be the upgrade to that engine. Yeah, um, that looks like that's the same reason uh, Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah. 
uh, didn't finish because this is an open world game set in Morocco, potentially featuring hundreds of zombies at a time. Mm. This was also deemed unworkable because of the unfinished Source Source 2. So that's interesting that they're working on a new engine and it just didn't pan out. So they had to cancel all the games on it. Um, But yeah, so it's unfortunate that we'll probably never see those games. Um, Left 4 Dead 2 is still great, though. I played a little bit last night. Still a great game. (laughs) <laughs> and the mod scene is insane. So who knows what Valve's about to do next? Time will tell. And then uh next up they showed off the PS5 controller. Um the article I put here in the news kind of just shows it side by side next to the PS4 controller. Um it is slightly bigger and um there are no paddles or buttons on the back, which was a a, a long-standing rumor. Um and I think it would have been a nice feature to add some extra back buttons, um, but it's probably yeah. just easier to sell, you know, third or sell extra controllers with like elite controllers and stuff down the line. Yeah, so, I mean, that's I like I they're, they're like, no, hold that for the pro edition. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they just released that like back paddle accessory that probably works with it too. So who knows? Um, but yeah, it really doesn't even look bigger. <clears throat> it just looks taller. Taller. longer to me it just looks like it's shaped more like the xbox one controller yeah like, like it's fuller. like or it's like the section from where the touchpad to the knobs are feels elongated yeah and that's but the the as far as the width of the handles and things it doesn't look bigger too much bigger yeah and this yeah. little chin under the sticks just looks a little fuller yeah um but i mean maybe it'll make it more ergonomic i trust them like dual shock four was fine i'm sure this controller will be fine too um so yeah that's that on that and then um what else do we want to talk about paper mario i know you want to talk yeah because it kind of feeds into a story i was going to talk about yeah so a weird article i noticed is that apparently the paper mario devs came out and said they're no longer nintendo told them that they're no longer allowed to make new mario characters like specific to the mario like mario universe itself i guess or modify existing mario characters and I I thought this was weird. I don't know if this happened after, <laughs> if they told them this after or before the game came out. But the game has been getting kind of not the greatest reviews, but like decent reviews. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. They they seem to like like experimenting with this with the Paper Mario franchise a lot. Um. So I don't. I was talking to you earlier, and I like about how I don't know how I feel about getting this one anytime yeah. soon i will i will tell you after this article i this review i read mm-hmm. should say uh, i felt a little bit better about it so for me i think right now it's gonna be a sale purchase mm-hmm. uh but i basically i'm watching someone play thousand year door um and the thing that he's keying off of the most is that he's like the conversations uh and ambient characters are so bizarre and out there mm-hmm. when it comes to the context of a mario world with thousand year um, door yeah, yeah yeah that's what he's enjoying so the much like I, amazing like i know like i remember there's this one character that's just standing in an alleyway he's like yeah. the shadiest looking character ever he's wearing like a hood his face is completely blacked out and he's got like these glowing eyes yeah 
and he's just like, yeah, my name is Darkie. Like standing in the dark, yeah. I'm just like stand over here. It's and awesome. Like... Me. And it's like it's just weird stuff like that that you come across, and like it's also like so much character. It's very aware. The game is very aware of itself oh, yeah. at points, in the best um, and things like that. So it makes the context of Paper Mario very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, it was at least in the Thousand Year Door phase, it was a very heavy RPG game. Yeah, as far as like. Uh, having your constant battles grinding and leveling up real quick and things the, like that the new addition i think the tweak that they actually put on the rpg formula was or like the turn-based jrpg formula was that they made it a little bit interactive to where like you had to time your button presses to get extra damage at certain points and it like it wasn't just press a and then wait for your turn to play out it was like you had to interact during your turn which yeah. I think was always cool, and during the enemy turn too, which I think was so. This cool. is this is a part of the review from uh, Eurogamer.net, mm-hmm. um, and it just says the or- the Origami King's battle system is a good example of all this. Basically, saying an example of like how it's good, it's it's good enough, but it doesn't like do better than Thousand Year Door, do better than what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And it says its turn based gameplay using well timed jumps and hammer swings will be familiar sight for Paper Mario purists. While the addition of a grid layout to ro- rotate and shuffle enemies into a more manageable groups adds a fun new puzzle layer. Mm-hmm. It's a battle, sy- battle system you will see an awful lot of over the course of the game, but one which continue provides a feeling of accomplishment when you line everything up just right. Interesting. So basically saying that like the things that were you enjoyed about the battle system of the old game are still there, mm-hmm. but they've also added a new additional mechanic to it, right. I guess, to try and make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, right. um, but the one thing that the article notes heavily is that um, the, so, you know, before you would have over parts of the game, especially in thousand year door, that's the, just the one that I remember the most mm-hmm. is that you would have party members that went with you. Yeah. Um, and you know, they, you were basically, they became an active character for you to use in battle. Mm-hmm. Apparently yeah, in this game, apparently in Origami King, <clears throat> they, you have no control over them and they attack uh, very randomly Yeah. and you, they are with you throughout parts of the game, but they don't stay very long. Mm. And so that was one of the things that he noted as like maybe a drawback or a negative, or they didn't right. take advantage of uh character and story wise but right. i'm like that's something i was like man i you know i kind of like that tactical part because of... you had your favorite character back in the right. thousand year door and it's like i love this i just love like dry bones and like you know what i mean like his ability is helpful and like stuff like that mm-hmm. you would like start to like a certain character so and then you also in this you don't earn any xp everything is coins. at all okay um and you're kind of leveling up gear and then you also have gear with durability which okay. is interesting uh <laughs> For a Mario game, so yeah, but yeah, that's just kind of what I wanted to note about that because I'm like, I was still on the fence, but now I think I'll definitely probably get it, but it just won't be, you know, at its launch price. You know, it's crazy. Mario yeah. versus Rabbits was received better than the Paper Mario game. That's sad, <laughs> yo. But that was something they People hadn't done Mario before up Rabbids. until then, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if you, I feel like I would probably like it, I just never played it because Same. I'm like there was so many uh tactical grid-based games that i hadn't played yet mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm still experiencing those before i try out that one Same. that would have probably been cool when i was younger yeah 
but I I have faith on the thousand year door coming back, and I even like Super Paper Mario. I'm not gonna lie, I like Super Paper Mario. Oh yeah, a lot of people like Paper Mario, Super Paper Mario, and Thousand Year Door, and then everything yeah. else is kind of just like they're like yeah. get it out. 3ds of here. handheld spinoffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we shall see. Um, and uh, I'm gonna skip this next one for time purposes. It's not that important. Um, I'm going to skip this one too, and then <laughs> I want to talk about the Dragon's Dogma anime coming to Netflix in September. Um, there aren't many other details in that, but I think I'm I'm excited for this. I want video games I have to, to keep... step away for just one minute, but keep going. Oh yeah, no problem. Um, I I I would like to see video games keep um being being transferred into the anime format, and I just think it it works out a lot better than obviously live action movies. I always talk about on here as like not really liking live action anime movies. Um, they're they need to stop being made like actually, and it's it's too bad my sister's not here to hear me ranting about this. But um, I'm gonna uh, do. I don't think we have any details here. Um, there's a it's being produced as a partnership between Anima Subli- Sublimation yeah. and David Production. That's okay. Um, and it's based on yeah, obviously the video game by capcom and so yeah i am largely Uh, looking forward to this oh hey i'm back my bad you're good i've just been rambling do you know who david production is uh jojo okay so that's who's helping make this this okay now now i have to watch it (laughs) it says a partnership (laughs) between anima sublimation and david production yeah, because David Production also did Batman Ninja. Okay, yeah. So. Or Ninja Batman. I, which... <laughs> I was just telling the people I want uh, video games to keep being made into anime and not into anything else. Not into movies. Um, not into yeah, anything not bad, live that's action. that's not a bad choice. Yeah, and I think it turns out really good most of the time, as we've seen with uh, like Castlevania. And obviously the cyberpunk one is coming out soon and, and now this Dragon's Dogma one. And it seems like Netflix is kind of claiming this as their their thing. Um, they seem to be the ones leading the charge on all of these video game anime adaptations, which I am not mad at. I'm not mad at Yeah, at as all. long as they don't do the beast in, in CG. The who, oh, like just the <laughs> I monsters. I think you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. that would be annoying. Um, yeah, because we still don't know if it'll be 3D or 2D. That's always up in the air with Netflix. <laughs> I don't know how they that, determine um, it. That like one show, uh, was it, Ka- it's like Kagister or something? Ka- anime? Kagistar. Y- yeah, Ka- something like that. Like the, It has a cool premise, but it's like the CG is so bad. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with the bugs? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. That thing was... The thing was rough looking. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, as long as it's not that, I think we'll be okay. But, uh, but the CG in uh Batman Ninja wasn't, too, it wasn't bad. It wasn't the best, but mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. Are you are you familiar with uh the game, Dragon's Dog? Dragon, uh, peripherally, not, not. I've never played it myself. So you would, I think you would. I don't know if you would like the. I think you would probably like the game, but you would like the 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 premise. It's high fantasy dragons, magic knights, sorcerers. This is the one that's getting a, a remake, darker. correct? Yeah, it's already out. Darker. It's yeah. all, it's out on Switch. Um, it's out on everything actually. Oh, okay, because um, that's the one. Or no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Demon Demon Souls, aren't I? Yeah, for PS5. Yeah, okay, yeah, full okay. remake for that one. Um, but yeah, Dragon's Dogma. It's very like 
kind of Witcher-esque, kind of Skyrim-esque. Um, it's very open world. Uh, you have like a party instead of being by yourself. And you basically just go on quests and slay dragons. It's got this, the really cool thing about it is the combat system. Because they have physics like Shadow of the Colossus where you can kind of climb <laughs> monsters and they can shake you off of them and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Um, I like anything with big monsters. Mm-hmm, it's dope. Um, and then do we have anything else important? Yeah, do you want to go through yours? Um, so I just, <coughs> mine are pretty quick, uh, but I just mentioned, uh, so one thing I saw when browsing for news this week is that it said that uh, U.S. game videos, U.S. video game spending has hit a, a high in the, in the last 10 years. Um, mm. so I think they're saying these are the highest sales since 2010. Everybody's at home. Yeah, that's basically like you can't really ignore the fact that it, everyone is at home and then people have free time that they weren't expecting to have. So, mm-hmm. um, but they were just saying that it is up to uh, six point six billion. Nice. Uh, as of June, between hardware, software, and accessories. Hey, um, and it says that it's the highest total for the first six months of the year since spending hit seven billion a decade ago. <sighs> So, a lot of money but i was like that kind of made me want to look up okay what came out in 2010 or what happened in 2010 probably um, some good stuff skyrim was 2011 yeah i'm like i don't really remember i was in grad school starting grad Mass school Effect at the time, 2 was 2011 i think i think uncharted halo had come 3 out then. was 2010 or 11 red dead 2 <laughs> was 2010 or 11 that was an amazing <laughs> two years of in okay so this is more that was more out of like great things are coming out. This is more out of like desperation. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I think I won't say there are no great things. I think we've had a decent number of really good games this year so far. Um, I think like what we got FF7, Last of Us 2, uh, Doom Eternal, Animal Crossing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been, I think it's been pretty good. Yeah. I think it's been pretty Resident good. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Yeah. All right. I think it's been pretty good. But um. And then, so, yeah, that's a point of note for the industry. And then the other thing I found is uh, this article was called uh, Game Developers Are Struggling to Stay Productive During the Pandemic. Mm. So I think it's hilariously juxtaposed with, this is the greatest amount of game sales we've had in in a decade. I've been struggling to stay productive during the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then it's like, but at the same time, people are struggling to make content. Um, Mm. But I will say, like, for any of those that, are are struggling with working from home though i think it's very clear at this point that you're not the only one oh yeah um but yeah basically they were it's just the article talks about how um people are finding it hard because of communi- communication issues um child care issues mm-hmm. um and then they were like uh some people just there's go a crazy lot of just being yeah just house. a lot of ambient stress yeah. um with the air with the their surroundings and things like that mm-hmm. so i just thought that was interesting um yeah. because it's like game sales are great but people are struggling it's to harder make content. to make games yeah and yeah. content so I'm just sure. you know go easy when there's delays and things like that like don't be that upset about it where everyone's in tough working conditions yeah everybody and everybody's got to do stuff other than their day job <laughs> of making right. games you know what i mean so yeah um that was pretty much our news this week yeah good haul good haul i'd say but i don't know i was struggling thinking about random topics this week um i was also struggling thinking about 
Well, because I'm like, do I really want to talk about anime? Because I'm like, the one anime that I really want to watch, I'm not allowed to watch. Yeah, I'm not um, really watching I, anything new. I tried to pick up um, some things here and there that I hadn't seen. Um, one that I heard about um, from another podcast was called uh, Boku Rano. Mm. And it came out in like 2006, I think. Mm. But um, it had something to do with like kids and a robot and like a death game. So okay. I was like, okay, that might be interesting. Um, but I only got to watch like the first episode and it's like, it kind of gets into it, but at the same time, it's like super mysterious at the same time. So got you. Um, I'll try and dive into that a little bit further, but I'm just like, I'm just looking everywhere and looking at everything because I'm like, there's not that there's a lack of content. It's just like, you got to look a little bit harder for it now. Yeah. And you, and there's always that thing where you got to be in the mood for whatever you know what i'm saying yeah. like whatever show you choose to watch it's because you're in the mood for that type of show at that point yeah type of thing um but yeah I mean, that... oh sorry go oh ahead. go ahead no you go first no because i was just like even our mom called me earlier this week and she was like have you seen um penny dreadful and i was like i've only tried to watch it like three times and i <laughs> kept falling asleep and i didn't know what was going on and i was like i'm gonna try it again at another point but like i was like it's... i think it's just so like not hitting daughter. me the right way uh, no. I don't know who is that. You're probably not far off, but like it's more of um think of like uh the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but like in mm. a very like dour uh setting and like very um hard like gothic horror style mm. themes. So yeah. like you got your Frankensteins and your vampires and your Dorian Greys mm. and things like that, but it's all happening in like they're trying to put it into like a real world context. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. So but it's very slow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I haven't really I've the only other thing and this isn't even an ongoing show, it's just Radiant that I've been trying to watch still. <laughs> and I, I'm not, I'm sorry, but it's it's been a super background show for me. Like it like I don't it's just I don't know. I think it's the thing the same <laughs> thing I said before where it's like there's so many like the bar is set high already for these type of wizard and magic like focus shows and like sorcerer shows and i there's just something about like the main dude seth first of all his name is seth i hate that name (laughs) the horrible name um but first of all his name is seth and and he's his voice is annoying like asta's but he's (laughs) not as cool as asta right um and so i think he's very dorky yeah yeah i think that's his even down to like his outfit like the way he looks is like dorky looking he's got these goofy looking horns baby horns too um and i don't know it's just it's it's just an awkward show for me like the way they handle magic the way they need like gloves and stuff to use it um it's I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. I, I it's hard to put in the words. You know what I mean. I think it's just more. I I definitely can agree with you there because I definitely didn't get into it until the second season, and it was okay. closer to the end of the second season. Yeah. And that and like honestly, you could probably stop where you are and just skip. Start <laughs> because I rem- I don't I cannot compile I cannot positively confirm to you that I even finished the first season. I just started watching the second one because my friend was watching it, and it was and so he kind of just like was like yeah he, like I was a little bit lost, um, mm. especially with the um the I can't remember his name, but the boss character. Have you met the Grimm. one? Who- I was gonna say I like the dude Grim. 
He's the one who Melly works for. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, his character about. goes through a lot of weird stuff yeah. uh, between the first and the second season. So I was a little lost as to what was happening to him. Okay. But then it, at a certain point, it didn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, it's odd to me. But yeah, you get like large scale, like fairly interesting battles. Uh, don't forget that you can go over and watch uh, Shield Hero, uh, not Shield Hero, um, Bo- Bokuri, and have a good old time if you want to just breeze through some out. action. Yeah, because I feel <laughs> like I might need that. Um, because that was just a kind of fun watch. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the Isekai you... one, right? Yes. Okay. But it's like very uh set between a real world like she goes back and forth she's like in you're kind of like in the game in her mind mm, okay um because it's not even like in their world the game's not even like vr i don't think i think uh-huh. they are like actually playing a handheld game uh, but you watch the story as if they are the characters right, I see. in the game i got you that makes sense that makes because it does sense. like at the beginning and in it will cut to her like laying in her bed yeah so I don't think, and they're texting. So I was like, I don't think they're actually going into a new world, but it's, it's just, just portrayed that way. It's, yeah, yeah, I got you. That seems pretty so, cool. I'm but I'm like, it's just that. kind of like a f- really funny show if you like that kind of uh, RPG type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to check that out for sure. Um, but yeah, because the only other thing that I'm really watching ongoing is the ones we talked about and um, One Piece is still going. And, you know, that's still One Piece. So. Yeah. not really much to say about that and there's some coming out like i think some are still starting up mm-hmm. um because i caught one called uh <laughs> I, we were like <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because we we kept it spelled g i think it's spelled g-i-b-a-t G-I-B-A-T. and we just kept we were like how do you say that jibbit jibbit and then i'm like jibbate gibbit Jibate? <laughs> yeah, like so like exactly what we just did. We did that for like five minutes while yeah. we were watching. Yeah. It's um, a weird name. But that was a new one that just started. It only had one episode out on uh Crunchyroll, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And that it was so weird because it was like it was clearly a world where that had been like modern day, but had some kind of a virus had hit. Uh, um and people get turned into like these weird creatures and they're not like sludge creatures or alien creatures they're like they look like mixtures of like animals oh like Like, the guy like they were fighting yeah like chimera type animals okay um and so and then the main characters that you're introduced to like they show up on a boat Mm. and apparently they're from the edo period so it's like you are like wait we have a virus that turns people into creatures and we have people who have time travel here but time travel is not a thing in this world like the people that meet them are like you're from when how how? (laughs) (laughs) yeah so and it really just kind of set up the premise that like they're here um and then they meet these other people that are working on a cure for the virus and that's about all you get in, okay. in the first episode gotcha, gotcha um and then i watched another show called decadence mm. and it's uh uh d-e-c-a dash d-e-n-c-e okay um and it was like <sighs> i don't even know how to describe this show <laughs> uh it's very uh, it's one of those shows that's like we're gonna set up our completely own world that's like very foreign to you. So it's like through 
some exposition in the main character or I shouldn't even say the main character was like they were showing a class that was like graduating mm-hmm. and they're like uh we the they I think they called themselves the the they had this weird name but they're like we support the gears and the gears are the people that help build this great nation mm-hmm. and then you see this girl and it's like she wants to be this type of fighter um because apparently outside the boundary of their city it's like a wasteland and monsters okay so she wants to be the one of the people that get to go out and fight but she ends up having to be someone that like scrubs the walls Mm -hmm. on the outside so like they the person that she works for ends up like scrubbing um and repairing the outside armor of this place and apparently it's like a it's like a moving type fortress Mm -hmm. um and over the course of the first episode, because again, it was only one episode, um, you learn about the, the there's these creatures. You they have a name I can't remember. It's a weird name, mm-hmm. um, but they live. I want to say it's like graboids, but it's not graboids. Graboids, it's something Ew. like that. It's weird. <laughs> I don't like that. So like they, everyone foresees them as monsters, but the guy that she works for, um, he's kind of like he's one of those like I'm just really tired guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's like hardworking, but he's just really tired. Yeah. And so he's like, give up on your dream of becoming a warrior. Like you don't want to be out there. For some reason, this guy has one of the creatures, but it's not evil. It's okay. just like this weird like goo baby. It's like his pet. Yeah, it's like a weird, like, slug-looking thing. Yeah. But it's not, like, it's not antagonistic at all. Right, right. And so she finds that out, and then, like, eventually they get attacked. The end of the episode, they're getting attacked by, like, the world's most giant, spikiest slug. Mm -hmm. Like, the slug is literally the size of the city fortress. (laughs) Um, And then alongside of it, there's a bunch of, like, smaller but still quite large to people size monsters. Yeah. Um, and they're they're th- Those designs are interesting. Cause they remind me of, uh, like, uh, made in abyss type creature designs. Okay. Like almost they're very animals, colorful. But... Yeah. They're very colorful. They're very different looking. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, they, you can kind of see like natural. that one kind of looks like a praying mantis. Yeah. That type of thing. I got you. So you have these people on the outside, they're defending the, against the smaller monsters. Um, uh, you have, the people who are i said were cleaning the armor so one guy freaks out because of the attack is happening and he breaks his uh he's hanging on like the scaffolding like a window cleaner type mm-hmm. guy so his breaks it falls um these two guys are falling the girl just happens to be underneath of them so when they hit her level she he not they knock all of them off mm-hmm. so the girl and the boss get knocked off. He immediately picks up a backpack of one of the people that were fighting and it allows them to kind of like fly around. Yeah. So he saves him and her from falling. He like kind of like just hooks onto her belt and like hooks her to him. And they're like flying all around and she's like trying not to throw up. Yeah. And he's just like beating the crap out of these monsters. And it's kind of interesting the way that they fight them is like they jab what looks like Think of like a hypodermic needle, but with like oh no, God. with no cylinder on it. So it's just the needle part. So they what? jab that and then all their fluid just comes shooting out. Ew. <laughs> they like make a tube in them basically. Yeah. They essentially put like a sharp tube like a in straw. them and it like, it sucks all their fluid out. Um, and they fly on like these weird anti-gravity backpacks, but it had like, it was very brightly animated. Mm. Um, I can't think, I want to say, I know who the animation company is. One of those ones like Mappa or one of the good ones. Okay. Um, but the animation was really well done. The character was pretty funny. Um, and so I I would kind of recommend that one more. What's it called uh, again? Which was Decadence. 
decadence. Like but yeah, that D E how do you spell it again? D E C A D E C A and then dash D E N C E. But yeah, so it kind of just ended with like this. They're only all two episodes. Work- one. Oh, <laughs> this is one episode. Dang. And they all just uh, the city itself. So you still had that giant slug I talked about. The city itself turned into like a giant, like uh, plasma, like punch fist. <laughs> what? So the city like powers up, and you see it's almost like a like a Voltron type deal like where the guy mech. in the middle is like he's like yeah get the decadent bring the the decadence energy yeah and then, and then this thing just forms into like a weird giant fist and it like <laughs> punches the monster and the monster like explodes oh my god um and then you see all the the particles and materials rain down from the monster and like that kind of made me think okay maybe that's how they sustain themselves in this <laughs> moving city. That sounds cool, but actually. It was it was very weird. It was very different. Sounds um, grand. But I'll probably keep watching it. <clears throat> I'm gonna check that out too. <laughs> Just searched it. Just searched it. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else. Yeah, well, guys, you know what time it is. That brings us to the end you of our know week. What time it is. Oh Lord. Sorry. Yeah, keep going. No, oh, okay. that was it. I didn't know if there was more to that. One line song. <laughs> <laughs> i've been singing a bunch of those this week so no problem. <laughs> um but yeah if there's any anime that we're missing uh that you guys are like well there's this new show and they completely didn't talk about it you know you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at right. gmail.com the sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com and you can tweet at us at sr clash underscore pod on twitter um, I will get back to updating the Tumblr when my eyes aren't falling out of my head. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. So just look forward to that soon. For and sure. as always, please remember to comment or rate wherever you listen. That could be iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or Stitcher or TuneIn or CastBox. Do it. I almost said StuneIn again. Five Star Gang. <laughs> StuneIn. Yeah. StuneIn. <laughs> Five Star Gang. Yeah. But yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. We're still here. We're not going anywhere. We'll be here for all of COVID. Yeah. Reporting to you live from the Clash Box. Live, but not live. Live, but. Live, but kind then of... we make it unlive and then post it later. But yeah, then pre recorded. <laughs> <laughs> but we're always live on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. But all right, guys, we will uh, see you next week. We'll be here. Word. Appreciate I don't know what y'all. I'll be doing until next week. I, I might just go to sleep. I might turn in, turn into a vampire and just lay into my coffin for a week. I I'm don't gonna, know, man. I'm gonna be playing Pokemon without sleeping. That's what I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> I'm just not gonna need, sleep. Probably see, that. and then you're gonna make me think of Clone High because I always think of Clone High when it comes to sleep. Because there's a whole episode of Clone High devoted to like sleep how important sleep is. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's like Abe's got to drive, and they're like he's like they're like Abe, you have and he's like i'll sleep when i'm dead and she's like you'll die if you don't sleep yeah. <laughs> That's so like every though. time somebody's like i'm not gonna sleep i'm like you'll die you'll if die. you don't sleep yeah no that's accurate though but, but yeah surreal hey, you gotta sleep go to sleep guys
go to sleep. Yeah. Don't be like I mean, me. there's like I think every show almost has like even I Avatar just had a episode. whole episode about Aang not sleeping and Didn't how he have like bags under his eyes and he was all cranky and like me. Yeah, and remember <laughs> I totally forgot he hallucinates like Momo and Appa uh having a samurai battle yeah. and talking to each other. <laughs> it's oh so my good. Gosh. That 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 uh sleep deprivation high that you that we all get. Yeah. Oh, I got it earlier this week. So I was like <laughs> that that episode was like too real for me. Shoot. I think yeah, earlier this week too, I was it was like three o'clock. So I was tired all day. I woke up early and then eventually it was like three o'clock and I was just thinking, like, you ever been so tired that you're just not tired anymore? Yeah, that like, does happen. And then you can't you sleep not, yeah. and then you just sink further in because I was like hearing I had stayed up from 7 a.m. on Monday to like 5:30 a.m. on Tuesday, Jeez. and like I w- I had like audio audible or audio hallucinations, oh, and no. I was like hearing things that I knew weren't there, oh, and I God, was like, all right, scary. it's time need to sleep now. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Don't Starve, where you start this the screen starts shaking and you start seeing <laughs> monsters in the shadows. Like, yes, <laughs> it's for real. That's not a joke. All it's right, guys, wild. get your sleep, get your rest. Yeah, you guys. know, you can put us on. I. Just turn it down. I know I tend to shout. You can just turn it down slightly, yeah. and then you can listen to us. Tyler has a perfect voice. My voice to will rock to you to sleep whenever yeah. you want it to. Just listen. Just <laughs> skip to the news section where Tiz does most of the talking, and then let him soothe you to sleep. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then come back next week and watch our next episode. But, we'll see you. Yeah, see y'all. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.